Blog Talk Radio. This is Billy B.J. Jones, and this is Nadeem Tatch. Welcome and to Pride Talk. And together we are Team Pride Talk, guys. All right. Brother, it's good to see you. <laughs> good to see you, too. Feel like it's been a minute. Okay, exactly. <laughs> and it's October 2nd. It's finally our month, right? It's finally our month. And it's very exciting. We appreciate everyone and all the continuous love that you continue to show us via social media and, of course, by the downloads and the listens to our show. Thank you so much for your continued support. If you'd like to speak to us at any time during this live podcast, you can call us at 347-539-5372. Again, that's 347-539-5372. And you know that, Dean, they're not very shy, but we've got to still tell them the email address and your Instagram account. So if you'd like to also message in your comments, questions, or requests, you can send those inquiries or requests to everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. That's everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com or at ntabsh, N-A-T-B-S-D-H, on Instagram. And you better please, please, if you haven't done so already, find us, like us on Fright Talk Guys. Find us on Instagram. We're kind of cool there, too. (laughs) (laughs) So, Nadine, this show, I got to salute you again because you came up with the vision for this one. I mean, you know, tonight we're talking about COVID, COVID Halloween, right? Tips and ideas for safe celebrations. I mean, the truth is, and we were talking about this before the show started, it's the reality of the situation in which we find ourselves in. But I think, in general, um, we, as as people, as society, we want... Mm-hmm to still do the things that we enjoy. And especially when it comes to Halloween, there's no reason why we can't do that in a very creative way. So we have some phenomenal ideas for you guys today on how to celebrate Halloween from everything from trick-or-treating to watching movies and shows. We have a long list and even some do-it-yourself projects at home. Uh, So we have a lot of fun things to talk about. But yes, definitely we're in, we're still in a pandemic and we have this situation. And this is the first, I would say, one of those, uh, obviously, besides Fourth of July, this is one of those major holidays coming into the fall season that is lined up. You know, Halloween. This is this is our season, right? So we want to yep. give the the best ideas we possibly can out there to celebrate uh, in in what we enjoy. And folks, what we're going to probably do tonight, because I know that some of you already sent in some questions and comments, we're going to do our best to try to somewhat categorize these different options because truly. There are a good number of options that we can consider, some for kids and, of course, for adults. So we'll do our part to try to, like, you know, I guess categorize them or we'll just go with the flow to see what's out there. Because, truly, we do have to rethink this, and we do recognize, and first, we've got to put a disclaimer, right, Nadine? 
that in no means do we want anyone out there endangering themselves or risking their health for the sake of the holiday. We want you to have fun and save times. And if you feel at any time that if you got to put Halloween on rest this year, it's okay. So what we're going to be doing, however, is providing some really awesome options that are available, some of which we also are going to be participating in. And we want to hear from you. So don't feel feel shy in emailing us those, those ideas or calling in with those ideas because we want you to enjoy the holiday in a safe zone. Absolutely, Billy, and I agree with you that we want everybody to be safe. We're going to give you the ideas, and it is up to you if you want to use them or not, of course, but I, I definitely, you know, Billy and I are on the same page on this. Uh, you need to do what's best for you and your family first and foremost and ensure that you guys are celebrating in a safe way if you are celebrating. Stay tuned for the end of the show because we do have two giveaways tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. to people that call in or write in questions, all right? So we do have two of those giveaways, and Billy, do you want to just kind of, uh, what is your mood, Billy, going into this particular Halloween? I'm confused because I'm used to walking into a spirit store by now or even late last month looking for my costume. I'm used to um, makeup by Erica. Shout out to her on Instagram. That's my, my, my art, well, makeup artist for each Halloween for the past five years. I'm so used to booking my appointment with her and talking about the vision and sending her clips of things that I've been looking at or want to look for horrific about. It's weird. But I recognize the unique circumstance, so I promise, brother, not to make this a, a gripe session. <laughs> I promise not to make it a gripe session, but I am looking forward to having a celebration, not only for Halloween, Thanksgiving, and everything else coming up, Christmas and everything else in between. We'll make the best of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Billy, we have quite a few questions that have been we rolling do. in. Um, so do you want to start getting to some of those? If uh, We can start getting yeah, to those. Let's, hit, let's jump have, in the questions. We, we do. <laughs> I, you know what? And I'll share this, Nadine. You know, here's an idea, folks. I went to this website, and this website's pretty awesome. It's called healthychildren.org. You may want to check it out because it provides some really awesome Halloween and COVID-19 um, safety options for parents. And one of the things that, that before we get to your question, Nadine, that I thought was pretty cool, Remember, Nadim, and I don't know if you do this at your school with your kids or you've seen this done before in primary schools, elementary schools, where there is the trunk, these trunk parties or trunk trick-or-treating. Yes, and so yes. People yes, set it up in the parking lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, um, it's actually one of the things I wrote down. It's, um, it's the trunk-o-treat. Trunk-o-treat, that's it, right. Trunk-o-treat. And so one of the, the, the cool thing I think I like about it, and I've seen it as well at the college for my college students, because they'll provide a safe haven in the parking lot outdoors, and, and the kids can go out and trick-or-treat. Each person decorates their trunk. And now yeah. with social distancing and all the things going on, I can see that being very popular this year, right? At least folks being able to congregate outside in small groups in certain spaces to be able to allow that. Well, granted, that will also require if you're doing something like that, it also will attract larger audiences. So if you're going to do something like that, definitely it may be something that may be community-based or maybe something that's exclusive for the family that maybe perhaps you have a large backyard or an area or a front yard that you want to have exclusive for attendees. This could be that potential um, option for the kids. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, I think that's a wonderful idea. It's, uh, I, it's one of the things I, re- I wrote down. If you you're, maybe you want to do it with uh, friends of yours that have kids mm-hmm. as well, 
Um, or within the neighborhood, if you have a good, close, a tight-knit community, uh, those people that truly love giving out Halloween candy and celebrating Halloween, you could create little goodie bags and just keep them in the trunk and then allow the children to just go or to the hatch of the uh, back of the car or allow the parent to go and grab the goodie bag for the kid and put it in their bag. So I think that would be a very – it's a safe way. You're lessening the interaction. You could just kind of sit in your lawn and watch them go and get one goodie bag apiece, mm-hmm. you know, for the and it's still enjoyable, right? So it's still an enjoyable yeah. time. And the the other one that's <clears throat> that's more of a drive-through based one is the um, the drive-by Halloween in which you coordinate with friends or in the neighborhood, and your your child still dresses up for Halloween, or you do as an adult because we we like celebrating Halloween. And you drive through and you would lower your window, and as you stop in specific houses that they're your friends or you've communicated with them to collaborate, mm-hmm. they can go ahead and uh, put the candy into the actual, they can give out a goodie bag or put the candy into the actual uh, trick or treat bag that the kids have. In the, and they don't even have to get out of the car. Um, you know, you're, you're keeping a, hopefully a safe distance. So two very good ideas, I think for kids to, for parents and kids and the community to celebrate Halloween. There's one more for kids as well, Nadine, you know, zoom, and there's a whole category on Zoom, which we'll get to. I'm sure you have a, a list as well. But for kids, pumpkin carving contest via Zoom. Ooh. Yeah, I, I read like that, that on this website, this Healthy Children website, where folks are having the why not host not only for kids, but for adults as well. You know, And it doesn't have to be, obviously, you can do the pumpkin a few days before or the week of or the day of Halloween, if you wish. But having pumpkin decorating contests, so for safety purposes for kids. And they can paint the pumpkins versus cut them, or you could do the traditional carving. And so Zoom options and sending out little um, invitations to folks virtually, that would be really neat to kind of give people the sense of the spirit of the season as well. And I think the kids would appreciate it. And I also have to say, every Halloween, what do we watch? At least for me, one of my childhood favorites is Charlie Brown, the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. Oh, Great Pumpkin, yeah. In that great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, or whatever it is that you like to watch that scares you, even if you're an adult, we'll get to your category soon. But it, it definitely having a moment, maybe even a Zoom movie watch moment, or even Casper, because Disney put out some things, yeah. and kids like to watch Casper. Hocus Pocus yeah. is popular among many of us as well, both adults and some older kids alike. And so, and you know, so there are these options for watch parties even. Um, you know, and if you're going to do that live, be cognizant, though, if you're going to do a virtual live um, watch party, be cognizant that you're using other people's intellectual property. So if you can't broadcast from, from Netflix, from your personal account onto a live Facebook or YouTube, because Netflix, you, you sign an agreement. There is a clause in there that says that you're only using it. You have a license, your purpose. You can't use it beyond the watch option, which is supposed to be for your home. So keep those right. things in mind, folks, as you're doing that. That, that includes Shutter too, and anything else is out there that you may want to stream live to a community of folks. If you're going to put it live on, on, on YouTube or the web, you know, in that regard, there may be implications for doing so. So proceed with caution. Yeah, and also if you if you have a well a larger or small family. Um, mm-hmm. Every year, Rocky Horror Picture Show. You know, yeah. uh, you can go to the one the 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 showings that is interactive and they're throwing the confetti and the rice and the wedding board and they're doing the time warp right so you can still do that at home you're gonna make a mess but it's gonna be fun and you can still do that just the same and if you want to do your own rocky horror 
and Zoom while your friends are doing their Rocky Horror, I mean, I, I think that that's, a, that's really a, a good time. So there's very, very much creative ways um, that you can still virtually celebrate with people. You know, Rocky Horror, just, I, I read it, here's an interesting fact. It just celebrated is, well, okay, it's, what you hold am I? It's 45th anniversary because it came out in 75 or 74. It's one of those two years. And so there was a notice in one of the groups that we're in. They put out a, a commemorating um, meme or notice that it was celebrating its 45th or 40, 46th anniversary of that film. And one of the most celebrated, folks, if you have the backyard space, there are a lot of options, especially for inflatable theaters for outdoors, yep. where you can also have a private scary movie viewing in your backyard and invite neighbors or close family and friends, and they all are social distancing, and be able to watch things as well. And you can do that for the kids, too. And I've seen several of these systems are available. They're flying off the shelves, by the way, and they're inexpensive. They take minutes to install, if not you know, erect, and have fun with it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Okay, Billy, I think more questions, even more questions are coming in, so we're gonna have to. Yeah, get they to... are. Oh, yeah, there are some questions okay. coming in. This is, folks, we hear you, we see you, and I think we're gonna start knocking in questions along with our tips. We can tip all night. Go for it, Nadine. All right, first question is from Denver. What is your favorite way to celebrate Halloween, Fright Talk guys? Um, so great question, uh, Billy. I'm gonna let you go first, and then I'll I'll tell you my uh, what would be a perfection Halloween for me. There are three ways I do it. Well, I'm not going to vent, but I told you I was going to do it. But vent one, I didn't go to Horror Night this year, folks. So I'm really upset. So that that starts it because I usually go to Horror Night the last weekend of September. So it would have it would have been last weekend. <laughs> and then two, I watch my favorite seasonal favorites. You know, from uh, Charlie Brown to my favorite films, and then th- and then going to the costume stores and of course planning our the annual Halloween party that we usually have here at the house. Where I think 50, 60 plus people are here. We're having a good time. So those are my favorites. Okay. Yeah. Um, obviously, besides going to your Halloween party, because your Halloween party, really, folks, um, it's quite impressive. <laughs> it, it blows a lot of parties <laughs> out of the water. So uh, that's what we usually do. My my brother in Plantation, he throws quite a big party himself, and he does a lot of uh, he's created a lot of do-it-yourself props. He's done on the electric chair. He'll set mm-hmm. up like different outside so that's really cool too i like just like you i uh like watching specific movies during uh halloween time i love watching beetlejuice i truly (laughs) enjoy watching hocus pocus hocus pocus for me is a must Uh, Mm -hmm. for halloween or any time of the year that they're gonna play it really and of course i always need to get in something uh classic right so i i do want to see my Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, I still want to see my original Jason. You know, I still I still want to see those things as well. And I'm not gonna lie, um, I like good food. Like to me, on yeah. this year, obviously on a Saturday, but if I'm sitting on my couch and I am just hanging back and I'm watching Hocus Pocus and I got pizza coming and I know that it's a spooky night, I'm I'm in heaven. <laughs> Speaking of food, you just reminded us something. I love that. In fact, you, you, one of your comments about food is one I wanted to bring up here. You can even have themed food, folks, especially if you're going to do something with a small party or just with your you know, significant other. Um, I know that when we're doing the big party, I like to make lady fingers. You put a hot yeah. dog and cut them up with some brown sugar, and they look super bloody with brown sugar, ketchup, 
there's something else I put in there, some Worcestershire and all this, but it comes out so sweet and good, and then you serve them, and you, you label the foods and make them look like the things that obviously they're not, but they're, delica- they're, they're delicacies, they're delicious. And so you can very well also have fun. I like what Nadine said, ordering that pizza and call it in a night. You know, Halloween mm-hmm. is actually on a, a Saturday this year, October 31st. And yes, it's also, it a, we're getting a second full moon of the month on that night because it rarely happens that we have two full moons in the same month. So that's why I call it, you know, the whole, the old saying, you know, every once in a while on a blue moon, a blue moon is a second moon that happens, you know, the second full moon in the same month. So we're fortunate to get that. Thank you, 2020, because we're having all these moments of commemoration here. <laughs> and, uh, I told you I wouldn't do it. Next question. Right. Next question. <laughs> All right. Um, you have a, you have some a few questions over there. Yeah. There's, there's one coming in here that just came in, Nadine. This one's from Maria. It says, "I think people will get very creative this Halloween season. What are your thoughts on hosting a virtual pump, pumpkin carving contest?" Well, that's one of the ones that you mentioned, Billy. I think that's a genius idea. I think, Maria, thank you for the question. I think it's an amazing idea. I mean, why not? What's stopping you from doing it? Mm -hmm. It's it's fantastic. Get a few friends together, whether it's for yourself or for your children, and just do it. And even if they all come out crooked and sideways, you still had a good time doing it. So why not? And eating those seeds, too, and preparing them. Pumpkin seeds are so good when you do them right. They are so good. I remember my elementary teacher cooking them in the class, and I was like, I want some more. You know, those were the good old days. And and the other part to that, Maria, too, to keep in mind for the for the pumpkin carving contest, I know that there are pumpkin patches that are opening. I, I, I've been out in the neighborhood. In my area, we don't have them. I don't know if you've seen them in your area, um, Nadim. Have you seen some pumpkin patches um, popping up? So by my area, there's usually a pumpkin patch. I have yeah. not seen the tent right. pop up not only is there the pumpkin patch but they of course they sell that pumpkin pie which i love pumpkin right. muffins pumpkin right cookies i have not seen it this year thus far it's usually starts around the first week of october but i haven't even seen the signs for it so that leads me to kind of question if they're gonna um actually open one up this year mm. and so therefore folks if you're looking for pumpkins looking at your local supermarket um, or right. wholesale supermarkets may have it. Walmart sells them. Um, even Home Depot has some pumpkins, folks. Um, a Target has them. And, of course, um, other your stores, you may have a Kroger's in your area. We have Publix here in, in yeah. South Florida. So you have options. All these have some things available, too. And, and they're inexpensive. You can get a, a decent pumpkin, especially for carving purposes, for under, uh, what, seven, eight bucks. Um, so you can get a sizable one, too. So And if you are in health risk, you can also have it delivered. Right. And if you don't want to do the whole carving because you're like, eh, it's going to be a mess and whatever, um, they sell, the Dollar Tree sells them, uh, the styrofoam pumpkins, and you can get Sharpies. And that is still a pumpkin drawing contest uh, virtually, which is pretty cool. And you can keep it, you know, uh, the pumpkin will last for maybe two weeks, maybe. Um, the styrofoam one will last for as long as you keep it. But if you don't want to go through the mess, buy a styrofoam mm-hmm. pumpkin, get uh, Sharpie, and then do the Zoom with other people that have gotten it as well. And folks, we're now four, 20 minutes into the show. Thank you for your continued uh, support via email and, and our, our media feeds. But if you'd like to call in to us, the number is 347-539-5372. That's 347-539-5372. 
And the email address is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. Everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. And right now, Nadim has his Instagram open. You can hit him up on NTABSH, N-T-B-A-S-C-H, on Instagram. All right. Now, Billy, let me get to one of these other questions here. Go for uh, it. Very interesting. Marty says, what are some of the top attractions around the nation for Halloween? I live in Florida, but I am willing to travel. Okay, this is a good one. And, and Marty, I, I'll share this. My favorite site every year to check for national haunts is called hauntworld.com. If you go to hauntworld.com, you'll see a list of, I've been following it for the past 15 years, and they do a listing of haunted, haunted attractions across the nation. And it's a year-round website, by the way, because there are also year-round attractions. Well, I was on there a couple of days ago, and to my discovery, some of the top 10 haunt work, haunts, right, such as Netherworld in Atlanta, Universal Studios Halloween Horror Night. Um, there's so many. I'm, I'm just popping up. There's one here in Boca that they do, the Enigma, I think is what it's called. They're all closed due to COVID. Now, there is an exception. If you're in or near Orlando, check this out, Nadine. Nadine, remember when we went to the Harry Potter night about three, four right. years ago? Right. Across the street from the hotel where we stay at, there used to be a Ponderosa. It's like a, yeah, it was know. like a Ponderosa. There's a haunted place there. It's called Haunt, haunt Forum. It's an indoor haunted oh. attraction. And I saw the other night this YouTuber whose name escapes me. I should have written it down. I was impressed with the intensity that they are doing. They're scheduling the time, people wearing masks. And so you're the only one in the entire maze. And it's an wow. intense maze. I was impressed because they got, they did, they had a media night where they allowed the YouTubers to come in. And this guy went in and it was very impressive. So if you're near Orlando, Marty, that may be one option. And just one more, one more. Over at Bush Gardens, uh, the same guy is covering Bush Gardens, Howl Scream, because Howl Scream is open. But what they've done is they have not done any haunted houses with, you know, in, indoors. They just amplify the, the intensity of the scare zones and mazes outdoors. And they're having them at day and night. And I saw them the other night. And again, I'm like, gosh, I want to go there. I mean, I want more scare zones than Universal Horror Night to look like these. Like, they really amped it up. So going forward, Marty, this there may be some other options, you know, going on, even including haunted roads and, and drive-by haunted houses. You know, check your website, go to the hauntworld.com, and then also check your local listing to see what's available. Well, that's, yeah, some really good suggestions. I would also like to throw in, um, so Savannah, Georgia is known mm-hmm. for being one of the most haunted places in the United States, not too far from uh, Florida. If you're willing to travel to Savannah, Georgia, they have haunted tours at night where they walk you through a cemetery. And if you have a strong spine and a strong stomach and you're willing to do it, um, I, I'm, I'm assuming that they're still doing it in small groups. You'll definitely mm-hmm. want to find out for scheduling or booking anything. But they do Savannah haunted tours at night, and it is absolutely creepy. And, you know, Billy, you got something set up for you and me next week. We're supposed to be going to a haunted mansion. So, which is an actual haunted mansion. So, Billy set that up. Thanks a lot for that, Billy. We'll see how that goes next week. <laughs> Him and I are going to be uh, in the in the bowels of a, of a haunted mansion that actually actually uh, exists here in Miami. So, we'll let you know how that goes. Yeah, I forgot about it. It's coming up in the next couple of weeks in um 
the Curtis Mansion, Nightmare at the Curtis Mansion in Miami Springs here in Miami. So, and folks, they're actually doing, thank you, Nadine, for reminding us of that. (laughs) Um, They're doing, they're they're doing, you book your appointment and they do, you have to go with COVID masks, social distancing, so you're not with any other party. You're the only one throughout the maze and they have very strict rules. They're taking temperatures. And as soon as the venue, you're done with the venue, you you cannot linger in in the parking lot and chat you must leave the premises. So they're very, very adamant on making sure um, for safety measures for everyone, even for the actors as well. Yeah. Yeah. And they, so that one's going to be interesting because the Curtis mansion has been rumored to be haunted for years and they're doing a haunted house in it. So that's going to be fun, but yes, Marty, definitely check out the attractions that Billy talked to you about in Orlando and Bush gardens. And I would, uh, I would also say to check out the Savannah Ghost Tours while you're at it. Mm-hmm. That's a very good one. I, and, and and Marty, if you're at the if you're near the state line between here in Georgia or Alabama, wherever, you're at an advantage because you can now you know you can you know take a little excursion to other territories. And again, yeah. observing it is COVID um, season and there are a lot of things going on, so do what's best for your health as well. Right. Right. All right, we have um, – okay, I think we kind of covered this, Billy, but I'm going to bring it up. Justice asks, do you think people are tired of Zoom Well, and would <laughs> prefer to party the traditional way? I like your suggestions. They're safe. Um, we kind of touched upon this with some of the ideas of Zoom already. Do I think people are tired of Zoom? Uh, yeah. Do I think people would prefer traditional parties? For sure. Yeah. Um, but we, we've so far, we've given quite a few – safe ways to do things virtually and also to do things physically. And so as the show goes on, we're going to address, you know, a few more things that you can do uh, that would, I think, help you celebrate the season, but not necessarily on Zoom as well. Zoom is just one option. Yeah, it is. And since just as I'll I'll say this, I I agree with what Nadim said. If you're going to use Zoom, I'll tell you something that I was thinking, Nadim, for our party backup this year that I could share on air. I wanted to do like a murder mystery. There are, there are virtual murder mm-hmm. mysteries you can book online, and some of them are horror-based. And they're also pretty costly because I was looking at some of the costs out there. But if you did a, a search on, on YouTube, I mean YouTube, on Google, <laughs> you'll find that there's a website, and I'll share the website because I actually have it here. I thought I had it open earlier. No, I don't. So there's a website, if you Google it, that shows you if you go in virtual COVID and murder mysteries, it's a comma in the Boolean search you'll come up with a list of top 10 websites that will give some murder mystery options. So it's actually a facilitator would do all the work for you. You just give everyone a link and then they show up and then they actually are engaged. Most of the venues are one hour, but for one hour, you get an intense experience and it's great for team building. If you want to do it for work to give your, your colleagues a break or, or to celebrate the season via remote and build a sense of community. And of course it's great for family and friends too. All right. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I, I think that there's so many ways that we can get creative, and we've been getting creative in a lot of ways how we want to celebrate. Very much so. All right, Billy, I know I have a few questions here. I know you got some on go your end. No, go, you want to, go ahead with yours still. Okay. There's a couple just came in, but I'd like to hear a couple of yours first. All right. Well, we got our good friend who always who promotes for us, uh, Karina Mariaga. Always a shout-out ah. to Karina Mariaga. Um, so, she has a few questions, but let me start with this one. And the reason I'm going to start with this one is because, again, Billy's fault. 
Says, do you plan on attending any drive-through haunted houses? Yes, Billy bought tickets for a drive-through haunted house that I will be attending with him the week after we go to the haunted mansion. <laughs> so thank you, Billy. <laughs> it's one in Miramar, actually. There's one in Miramar. If you're in South Florida, Miramar Park is hosting a haunted house. It's called, oh gosh, wow, I can't remember the name. <laughs> I'll look it up. But there, but it's in Miramar, Florida. And it, you can drive to the park at 30 minutes. It's a 30-minute time frame. And at three miles, two to three miles an hour. And I've seen some of these taking root. There's one in Orlando, by the way, that's very big off of, off of um, in Kissimmee. And they'll ask you when you first arrive to turn in your, tune your station, your remote station, to a, your, your car a radio to a certain channel. So that way you'll get the sound effects in the car as well. So it's pretty cool how that works. Now, the one we were told to go to Nadine, this one is it's called Horrorland. I just remember it's Horrorland, H-O-R-R-O-R, land. And so in Horrorland, they're saying that they want us to have our windows down. Yeah, I don't know about all. Like I'm fine with that. I'm fine as long as nobody tries touching me. We're good. I'm listen. We can drive through with the windows down. It's completely up to you. I'm good with it. I see any clowns coming at me, we're going to have a problem. But other than that, we'll be okay. <laughs> hey, there is a question. Let me read this one. This one, I think you'll like. What's your true impression of what's your true impression of the haunted lanes or drive-by haunted attractions popping up everywhere? What do you think, uh, Nadine? The fact is, you know, Horrorland and there are others like it, you know, these pop-up drive-through drive, scare lanes, scare roads. What do you think of that? I mean, what do you think of that? I, I, yeah, no, I, I, listen, I think it's a great idea. Like I said, we yeah. have to be creative on how we celebrate. And there's people, Billy, like you said, you go every year to uh, Halloween Horror Nights and you go to in, into a ton of haunted houses. And so that need, that want that we all have for the the scare and the and the fright uh, characteristic, we still want to get that. And is it going to be the same? No. But like I tell other people, uh, just because something is different doesn't mean that it has to be worse. Right. So I think that that I think those drive-through haunted houses is a phenomenal idea. I think, of course, there's some places that lend itself to it better. So if you have one of these drive-through haunted houses more in the country as opposed to the city, it would probably add, you know, the trees, mm-hmm. the forest, would probably add that creep factor to it just a little bit more. But I do think that there are excellent ideas to have the drive-through haunted houses. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that even after COVID, you know, after whatever we're calling this season, I think there's some things that we can learn from that we could move forward, especially for progressive cities or very tourist trap cities like ours or location because I feel that South Florida as much as I love our hometown Nadim, I think sometimes we are kind of lacking on the, the 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 kinds of fun that we can have for Halloween that I see happening more frequently in other geographic locations across the nation that have hay rides and all these other yeah, things yeah I remember Campbell Wasabauer here in Miami Camp uh, where more at homestead Campbell Wasabauer used to do a scary hay, hay ride. And then they stop that. And so the only place we get that's farmland down here is Homestead, right? And so we don't get that same tradition. But yet if I were in other states or geographic locations or even northern Florida, I'd get more of a traditional feel of the season 
And so you're right. I think that this, this is a nice option. These haunted lanes or drive-by options or haunted roads are great opportunities, especially for cities that may not even have the space because we don't have the space here. A lot of commercial and residential space is taken up with be people in it. So we don't have the space. So this could also be a, a viable option for certain cities too. Yeah, and the city lights, you know, the city lights. Yeah, is, yeah. Yeah, it adds to it as well. I'm going to remind everybody that it is, we're halfway through our show. And if you'd like to call in, the number is 347-539-5372. Again, the number is 347-539-5372. Or if you'd like to email us, that's perfectly fine. Our email is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. Again, it's everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on Instagram at ntabsh, N-T-A-B-S-C-H, on Instagram, or at Fright Talk Guys on our Instagram page, at Fright Talk Guys. You can hit us up with any questions or comments that you have that you'd like us to get through uh, on the show. And we do have a few more. Um, all right, Billy, this one is good for you and me. You and me, like the, we, we like the snack on different things. So this one coming through from Karina, what's your favorite Halloween candy? And are there any new treats you're excited to try? Hmm. I'm thinking, what is my favorite? I can easily think of the thing I don't like for some weird reason on this one. Well, you don't have sweets too much, so. I'm not, yeah, I have to be, I'm picky on the sweets. And there goes my little fly right now. (laughs) I just killed him all. (laughs) Listen, and if you all can see this, and I'm sure Nadine is going crazy and having fun on this one. But I will say that the one candy corns hurt my teeth, but yet I need to try one, right? So I'm in between on the candy corn. My favorite, you know what I have to be? The Snickers. Why do I want to eat a little small bite-sized Snicker this time of year is beyond my understanding, honestly. So, so I would say anything with a chocolate or a peanut in it. I don't, I don't like Reese's that much, like Reese's Pieces and all that kind of stuff. So those don't interest me as much. But I will say that Definitely a, a a candy or chocolate with some peanuts in it, and if it's colored Halloween, even better, because that would be like the expensive candy that you go to at the bottom of your trick or treat bag. Because <laughs> <laughs> everything else, like the and all that, I couldn't do. I just didn't like them. I still don't like them to this day. Um. So I did like candy corn growing up. I'm not, mm-hmm. I, not only did I like candy corn, but at some point they still have those little pumpkins that still taste like candy corn, but the little pumpkins, I like those as well. However, ah. today, today, I, um, I went to pick up some, you know, vitamin C and stuff like that at, at CVS. And um, when I was there, as I was leaving, I was tempted because, you know, why not? They had a Kit Kat Midnight Bar, which they only come out with on Halloween. And the top half is mint and dark chocolate. Now, if you like mint chocolate the way I do, uh, it was absolutely so. Really? I didn't even know that existed. In my Kit Kat, it was really good. So, I mean, I, I guess for that, I haven't had candy corn in ages, uh, but Kit Kats. I, I, I do like mm. Kit Kats. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah we just very good. We had a question pop in now, um, Nadine. It says, hold on one second. It says... It's from Ben, and he's asked, my neighbor created this crazy contraption for giving out candy for Halloween, this Halloween. It is a chute that sits on his front steps banister. He can slide the candy down the chute and without the children having to ring the doorbell or touch anything. Neat, huh? That's pretty cool. 
I am excited now. That's pretty cool. What's the velocity? Are they yeah. like I'm wondering what's the velocity? Are they pegging people in the chest to say calm down? Or is it like a slow <laughs> slide where it's coming through and they can just put it in the in the Hollywood? That's actually genius. I think that's a great that's idea. A good idea. Hey Ben, yeah. extra credit. Hey Ben Ben, we'll we'll give you extra credit. We'll give you something if you can send us a picture of it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> in the next few weeks. <laughs> I'm glad I mentioned that because uh, and I want to give a shout out to a Facebook group, uh, Halloween Do It Yourself Facebook group. These people do some amazing things. People all over uh, the country, all over the world, really, uh, but mainly in the United States, that they're posting these uh, things that they do around their house for Halloween that is absolutely amazing. I saw one a couple of weeks ago that, you know, the they uh, have those discarded plastic playhouses. Well, yes. they grabbed it. They um, painted it gray. And uh, the roof was purple. They do, They put a little plastic cauldron inside, I believe, with some uh, dry ice or a fog machine. They put these little wood skulls that I think they got in the dollar store and scraping it outside. And they made it like a mini haunted mansion. And I just thought it was phenomenal. Great thing to, to create. Just a good family project. You put it in your yard. It's a do-it-yourself or you can use it every year. And also, if you want to put candy in there for the, the kids to trick-or-treating going in there, you can do that as well. So mm. that's wonderful that's idea. Yeah. That's a really good idea. I think that's a great idea. And also, there was another thing that I read on that website, for, for the children's website, that some folks are putting candy in their yard. You know how you can do an Easter egg hunt? Or you could do yeah. a Halloween hunt, and you can use the Easter eggs and make them Halloween colors and plant them in the yard and have the kids, if you have kids, you want to keep it exclusive to your family, you can, or you can invite neighbors over. So folks are doing that as well. But it'll be like a treasure trove of hunts, you know, of of hunted goodies or something. So that's, I think that's a great idea, Ben. I I thank you for sharing it. If you could send us a picture of it, you know where to reach us. Send it at everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com or go to Fright Talk um, guys and, and check us out on Instagram and post it there. We'd love it. Yep, absolutely. Uh, that was a great question. So I have another question here uh, coming through, Karina. Let's see. Karina Mariaca, when it comes to costumes, what do you prefer, prefer store-bought or homemade? Um, Billy, you want to take this one? I'll, I'll answer after. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to hear your comment on this one. I'll, I'll say briefly. I, it depends on what my theme is that year. I'll go whatever it is. I'm not as good creative in terms of making my own original stuff from a home when it comes to that aspect. So weird enough. So I don't mind going to the makeup artist and getting a costume store bought or using some scraps of things I have around the house. I guess that would make it do it yourself or in some regard, but it's not totally as such. So it all depends on the theme of what I'm up to and what works at that particular time and the budget and I'll make it work. How about you, Nadine? Well, I don't have nothing against the store bought. Uh, stuff obviously but there's some real originality to the homemade stuff and I I think I enjoy the homemade stuff just a little bit more because um, it's just a little bit more thought-provoking about what you have to do and what you have to create and certainly you could buy some props and things to create a different vision from what the store Mm -hmm. has yeah Uh, but I think I prefer homemade I mean I've, I've seen and I've had a lot of pretty cool costumes that were homemade and I'm not talking about like putting a sheet over my head and, and you know, like standing <laughs> on the boat. <laughs> I'm talking about like, you know, like a, 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 an upscale, a little bit more than that. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Okay, uh, let's see. I want to make sure. I'm going to try for us to get to these. Um, okay, so we discussed Halloween traditions. We discussed this one. Okay. Oh, what Halloween costume do you plan to wear this year? That's a good question. Costume or mask? Like, literally, mask, <laughs> right? So oh, okay. I am playing off. I don't know yet. Like, I'll be honest. Yeah, it's it's I'm I'm still torn don't because I know that you know I'm trying to plan something virtually as Nadim is aware I don't know what I'm gonna do yet in terms of a full costume especially if you can only see me from waist up so I'm kind of wondering I mean you can still celebrate and it doesn't mean we're still gonna have contests and things of that nature which by the way is a tip folks you can have virtual Halloween costume contests and you can even have virtual costume or virtual backdrop contests whether it be a virtual backdrop that they do or an actual backdrop of Halloween they can create behind them on the Zoom. And so for me, I'm still debating what I'm going to do. I'm going to make something or do something, but as you know, and, I'm, and if you go to my Instagram, folks, you'll see some of the elaborate things I've done over the years. I will see how that will translate here. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm still wrestling with it. What about yourself? Um, so I haven't decided uh, really, to be honest with you, what I'd like to dress as this Halloween season is it, also dependent on what I'm going to do. Uh, but I think I'm going to dress up regardless. Uh, but I'm not sure. You know, okay, so when I was a kid, I dressed as Freddy Krueger one year. Because mm-hmm. at that time, um, okay, child of the 80s, now it was the 80s. So at that time, they would sell the Freddy mask, the glove, and the foam hat. They, I, I don't know. I had to have been in elementary school. And so I always thought that that was so cool. And through the years, they changed the Freddy Krueger mask, and I would buy the updated ones, which I've lost them all um, at this point from different <clears throat> various movies. But um, I don't know. I'm thinking something classic, uh, Halloween classic character, something to right. that effect, but I haven't decided which one just yet. I think this is one of those years where you could like, just get away with anything because anything can go. You know, but I do, I will tell you the one costume that is that I see all the time on the spirit promos, the e promos that I get is the one of the the plague, the costume of the plague. Oh yeah, the different yes. renditions of it. It's like whoa, like that's definitely going to be pretty hot this year with everything going on. Hey, there's a question that just came in, Nadim, um, that we're going to squeeze in here if we could. What's your take from Stan? Stan wants to know what's your take on drive-in movie theaters this season. Any in your area? They do have a few in Miami. Uh, I think in the Wynwood area. They yeah, there's one in Wynwood. Yeah. Yeah, they do have the drive-in movie there. I think it's good. They did have one in Doral uh, a few weeks back in the park in Doral. It was not a. It was. I don't recall if it was a horror movie. I don't think it was. But they did have one in Doral. So they do have one that they pop up around the city, and sometimes they have it permanently. I think the one in Wynwood was permanent. Uh, but I think it's good. I mean, listen, sometimes people get a little cabin fever. Shout out to cabin fever. Some people get a little cabin <laughs> fever being home during the pandemic, and so they want to go out, and they want some form of uh, normalcy to their life, and yeah. I think it's a good idea. I mean, you go, and really, when you're doing that, you go through those drive through stuff, you can take your own snacks and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I think it's I think it's a great idea. Absolutely. And, and folks, uh, we're making out in the cars. Remember back in these 60s movies and all these 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 parodies that we've seen where all the people are making out in cars? 
during the movie. Nobody's watching the movie because they were doing everything else. Well, if you're there, for, I think it's different today because today you're really going to do something that you're that's that's different from what you normally from what you normally do. And I know at the Hard Rock or what do they call it, the Seminole Hard Rock Stadium, yeah. they actually have some drive-throughs there. That would be a super cool place if we can look at some of the large plexes in the cities that it may be folks could use their spaces that they could have these drive-ins, especially a scary drive-in. That'd be super cool. We can find one in our area. So Stan, if you hear one of down in South Florida, let us know and let us know where you're from. We can, we'll, we'll help keep each other informed. Yeah. And you're right about the, you know, the, the classic drive-in yeah. movies and what happens in the drive-in movies. I mean, you know, you're in your car, you're probably not wearing a mask anyway. So you do you. If you don't like the movie, do what you got to do. All right. Right. <laughs> but, if you, I mean, if you're there and you don't like the movie, I mean, you should know what movie you're going to see before you even go in there. True. Speaking That's of, true. I do want to mention, speaking of movies, the major streaming platforms have already started bringing out their Halloween content starting as of October 1st, yesterday. So on Hulu, if you have Hulu, they have a whole section called Huluween. And yesterday I scoured and they have so much content on there. So many great things. And I know Freeform is doing their 31 Nights of Halloween. I haven't seen Netflix create their own separate one this season. I know they've done it in seasons in the past, and I'm sure they will. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff on there that you guys should be aware of. An additional way to celebrate Halloween from home and with the family is going to these different platforms and checking out these movies and these shows um, that can add just to the atmosphere. And one of the things that I'm going to – advocate to everybody for is if you really want to feel in the Halloween season, decorate your house for Halloween uh, stuff. I mean, just put it in the inside, put it in the outside, change your wallpaper, your laptop. If you're on a screen all day, change it on your phone to something spooky or something Halloween, just so you can feel a little bit more in the season um, than you normally would. That's true. You know, I just reminded me shutter, in my inbox earlier, Shudder has some new short tales, scary tales that are all originals that are being released as of today as well. And you know something else I've seen as a trend for decorations? People are taking their Christmas trees and making them hollow trees. And they're decorating oh. their Christmas trees as Halloween spirited trees. So that's becoming a major trend. If you go on to uh, a number of Pinterest, you can go online and take a look. There are a number of examples that people are doing and it's, they're, they're becoming very popular. Yeah, that's a very good I, idea. Yeah, there's there's actually two ideas I wanna I wanna throw out there. One of them is mm-hmm. if you if you're a family that uh, has if you recycle and you have old Coca-Cola bottles or whatever, you can mm-hmm. spray paint them white, and then you could paint out uh, a little face, just two little eyes and a little mouth or whatever it is, so that they look like ghosts. And you can hang the little oh. ghost, tie a little ribbon and hang the ghosts from the different trees. If you want to make them bats, instead of painting the bottles white, paint them black and put little white fangs on it. And then you could cut out and glue uh, construction paper wings or something like that on the back of them if you want to. So two ideas for that. And then I have one more that I actually saw this done a few years ago in a Comic-Con where somebody was dressed as Harlequin. Uh, This person, it was amazing. She grabbed two five-gallon buckets and Mm -hmm. she glued them together, and then closer to the center, she had drilled a hole, and she put a broom handle through it. And without the broom, of course, just the handle, and she made a big hammer 
So like a big sledgehammer. So if you uh, have the yard hmm. decoration, a clown or, or killer clown or anything like that, that's, I think that would be good. And you could, of course, paint and spray paint the buckets any color you'd like as well. You know, the, the, growing up in South Florida, we did have some advantages. Like, you know, Miami Beach or South Beach would have its Halloween festival. And also Coconut Grove would have its walkthroughs. And, you know, those things have dissipated significantly, not, even actually before COVID, actually. But they still occur because now they become more exclusive events and, and, and very exclusive hotels like the Fountain Blue and, and other places. And so now I'm curious to know, and folks, if you know the answer to this, let us know at some point during the month what some of these alternatives would be. And again, with COVID and all the safety requirements, that, you know, it just may not be the year for these venues, but I'm always wondering what creative options will be become of that, right? And what people will be looking at, at least for adult life. And by the way, Nadine, this one just came in from Brittany. She says, what do you miss most now that COVID has changed the way you normally celebrate Halloween? Uh, I think the Halloween parties. Yeah. I think the Halloween parties would be probably what I miss the the most about that. Um, Yeah. Uh, And just even the ability to consider having a party or consider having a Halloween get together. I mean, you could still obviously do it now, but you do have to take the the safety measures and precautions in mind as well. So I I, I would say the Halloween parties is something that I, I miss the most or I've missed the most. I agree. I, I think it's the party, the planning of it, the, the you know, the hope and spitting ideas off of each other, what we're going to do, right? And you know something else? We were, you know, here at the house, we were going to try one year to really create an outdoor scare zone. Yeah. You know, so that when folks came in, because we got the space now to do it and everything's laid out. So hopefully as things improve in the years to come, maybe that'll be something we'll be able to enjoy or invite for our, you know, exclusive family and friends to come and walk through as they enter the party, right? With actual actors, by the way, with live scary actors as well. And so something that we've always been wanting, I'll, I'll say, you know, the other thing too, being able to, you know what I miss? Going to the spirit store, texting the dean, hey, the dean, look what I'm thinking. I'll give him a little tip of what I'm at or send him a picture or grab something for him and, and wifey that I'd like to, you know, yeah. give to you guys when I run into you in the weekends, right? You know, those little things yeah. at the dollar store. Oh my gosh, planning my kids' Halloween haunted house at the college. We yeah. don't have that this year. And that builds a sense of community for them, watching them get excited, making body bags in my office. You know, I miss those things. And granted, different times, but they will come back again. Memories will build new memories with new communities, right? And, and these are memories as well. I mean, years down the line, That's you're going right. to say, hey, remember that time when we celebrated, but because of COVID or because of pandemic, That's we right. celebrated this way? Right. And again, celebrating different doesn't have to be celebrating worse. It's just different. And different is not bad. It's just different. And people need something to, to look forward to. I think that's the other part with us being so, um, I guess, quarantined or sequestered to our homes at certain points for legitimate reasons, obviously. We want something to look forward to. That's the beauty of holidays and birthdays and all these other celebrations. And so it's very nice that we'll have something to look forward to. And that's the thing that you have to keep in mind in whatever you're planning for the season. Make sure you're doing it in fun. If it's becoming too arduous or a task, then don't do it. Try to find something that's meaningful and practical that will be able to build you what you want. And if you can't find a community that to do it with, then guess what? Meetup.com has some really cool options. Create a meetup or even better yet, there are some meetups that are taking place that are virtual rela- related where there will be virtual Halloween parties that you could sign up for and make acquaintances through there as well. 
Yeah, yeah, excellent idea. Excellent idea, and, and like you said, people still need something to look forward to. Listen, if you're listening to this show, it's because you are like us. It's not just about Halloween. You just have a spooky soul, and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I love so it. <laughs> something to look up to, look in, look forward to. I agree with Billy in that. And Halloween is one of those things. Why not? For some people, um, Halloween is the biggest holiday in the year. And I'm going to tell you, for me, it is, to me, it is right up there with how some people say, oh, Christmas. Oh, I like it a little better than Christmas. <laughs> uh, so, to be honest with you. So, yes, no, definitely. Um, there's just a variety of ways to celebrate. Now, Billy, before I, we still have some time, I just don't want to forget these shout outs. And I, I want to get these shout outs. Give a shout out to Poster Guys OD who uh, promotes for us on Instagram. Of course, the fabulous Karina Mariaca who always uh, supports and promotes. Uh, shout out to my friend Jaime Fierro for listening in today and and supporting. I think he's down in the Keys enjoying uh, some uh, some of his own spooky season down there in the Keys. So <laughs> shout out to all the people their support. Of course, the Halloween Do Yourself Facebook group. Thank you all for your support and everybody listening in. You know, Billy. The show has actually been quite a success <laughs> for being our first episode. It has mm-hmm. been, I mean, people genuinely look forward to this show as much as we do. And we get a high volume of response, even though we're busy with so many things. We do, throughout the two weeks in between the shows, get a high volume of response for this show. She's right. And, I, and, and thank you for all that support out there, folks. It helps, it matters, and it makes a difference. It motivates us. And please do know, Fright Talk is not just for the season. We're going to, we're year round, folks. We're going to be around for a minute. So we'll have some other focuses and things coming up after the season is over so that you can stick with us year round. And, and Nadim, I just have one last question come in. It's from Mix. He says, okay. Have you taken a virtual tour of a scary place? Some of them online are super cool. Like I've seen one, Chernobyl. Chernobyl, that the, the, the yeah, the yeah. whole whatever they call it, radioactive place. Like you could yeah. go online and, and actually would do a virtual tour of that facility. It's pretty awesome. And it is pretty it's during the day, it's it's awesome. I did it here at home the other day. That one in the Winchester house, it actually offers a live tour that you can pay for by group as well. Right. I remember you showing me the Winchester house. So mm-hmm. I saw that one. I've seen a few on uh some abandoned asylums. Uh, there was uh, one particular that was uh, pretty creepy. It was an abandoned asylum for whatever reason. This asylum was out in the middle of the woods. A person was there taking some pictures. They took a picture of, uh, well, I'm going to say a cell, even though it was, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when they took a picture of the cell, there was a, you know, a spooky, let's call it an outline. It looked very odd to me. Uh, but either way, there was that tour. So the asylum tours are actually quite interesting. A lot of times those are done with the infrared cams. So uh, sometimes the vision is limited. But the day ones, I've done the Winchester House. Well, we're going to see the night one ourselves in person when we go to the Curtis Mansion as well. Ah, that's right. And, you know, there's yeah. one, too, um, if you're looking for some other virtual scary places. Even these – there's several YouTubers that are doing some really cool things on virtual band. They, like this guy went recently – and he looked at Taylor Swift's parents' abandoned mansion. It's actually abandoned. And oh, these abandoned spaces, and it's during the day, but it's super cool and it's super creepy because it's super huge houses, like 5,000, 10,000 square feet with nobody in them. And tagged, you know, the walls are tagged, and, you know, they're, it, it just looks creepy. So 
that definitely is something to look at. And even the, the Egyptian pyramids, there is an actual live camera that's on right now. If you go and Google it, there, you can go to this website that actually allows you to go through the live tunnels. And they're fully lit. They're, they have electricity down underneath, but you get to explore the areas for free. And so they are available as well. So, Mix, thank you so much for um, bringing that to, to mind because there are options. And these are things that are available year-round and don't cost a thing, but just a few clicks of your your, your keyboard or, or phone and, of course, Internet access. And, folks, we're yeah. coming down to the last few minutes. We're, we're, I mean, we're not even four minutes left into the show. I know, Nadine, you said you had something special that you wanted to offer. I do. I do. Now, you know we've done our giveaways. Right, uh-huh. so we did our, our Ghostbusters giveaway tote bag, and today we have two Halloween socks. That's what we're giving out, two brand new pairs of Halloween socks, and we wanted to, you know, we usually get these giveaways, and we get them donated or whatever the case is, and then with these giveaways, uh, we wanted to make sure these in particular, that you're getting all this stuff for the spooky season, and since these are Halloween socks, um, we want to make sure that we get them to you before the Halloween season, so we have a... Uh, a creep it real sock and uh, one with a little bath on it. So I'm going to choose two winners and then I would like, uh, yeah, so if we choose you as a winner, all you simply have to do, and we, we try to choose the people who have written in questions or who have called in questions before. And, um, you know, usually we, we try to pick the people who have asked the most or the most, uh, the Original question. So I think for my first winner, Billy, I'm going to let you pick one and I'm going to pick one. I'm going to pick because she sent in like six questions today or maybe even seven. Uh, Karina Mariaga is going to win. Mariaga. Who's always promoting for us. So we appreciate that. And the next choice is yours, Billy. You know what I'm thinking? Out of all these awesome people who got us talking tonight, you know, Ben, I'm going to give you an incentive. Because <laughs> Ben's going to send us that picture. That picture of that really cool, get your neighbor's consent, of course. But okay. Ben, get a picture of that, that interesting um, candy shoot uh, that's on the banister of your neighbor's picture. Even a picture with your neighbor showing how it works. Send it to us. And, of course, any of you don't, we still want to give you the free socks. So congratulations, yeah. Ben. Email us at everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com or reach out directly to ntabsh, N-A-T-B-S-T-H on Instagram or go to the Fright Talk Guys Instagram. You can message us there too and let us know your preferred email or mailing addresses, excuse me, so that we can send these awesome items. And if you don't claim your items, folks, I will because I'm looking at these products and they're pretty freaking awesome, so I'd like a pair. So do claim your items. Thank you for the love and enjoy. Yeah. Go ahead. ahead. I was going to say that uh, well, please do follow us on Instagram at Fright Talk Guys. If you're a winner, go ahead and uh, you could DM us. If you don't want to email us, you could always email us. But if you don't want to, DM us, however you get a hold of us, and follow us at Fright Talk Guys. So congratulations, Ben. Congratulations, Karina. And Billy, do you want to tell them what's coming up on the next episode? Yeah, I'm looking at the calendar. Two weeks from tonight on October 16th is Fright Talk. We're going to be talking about the history of Halloween. History, history of Halloween. So stay tuned. And then on the 30th, we got a special treat on the All Hallows Eve, where we'll be doing some scary stories, scary story time. So looking forward to some ex- exciting moments again with my brother here, Nadine Tabs, and all of you. And we want to say thank you. Thank you so much for your continued support of the Friday Talk Show, the Friday Talk Guys. We love you. We appreciate you. 
Um, if you at, at any time you'd like to listen to this episode and others that you may have missed, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and Google Play as well. And on everydayfolksradio.com, you can visit our repository there too. Thank you so much, everybody, for all the love you show, for all the support, and thank you for always listening to us. We appreciate it so much, more than you know. So thank you. Stay spooky. And Billy, what else is there to say other than we're ready for the spooky season? Let bring it. Bring it, brother. Bring it. Take care, everybody. <laughs> all right. Have a good night.